I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is the APPC Podcast. Isn't food better when you just inhale it? If I'm eating a Big Mac, I take my time because I eat it in, in layers. Yes, yeah, because you're a freak. Well, that's just how I eat it. I can, you can't pick it up and bite it. It's too big. I literally ate one with one hand yesterday. I just I can't, got the box open. I just eat the top bun. Look top at the burger. size of you. Look at the size of me. I walked down a street sober and ate a Big Mac with one hand. I've never eaten it. I've never picked up a Big Mac and eaten it. Well, you are wrong. I'm just saying that's just sort of just dawned on me now that I've never even attempted that. In the world of you can't eat things the wrong way, you're eating something the wrong way. I mean, that's the world of I don't like too much food on my plate taken to an extreme when you unbuild a burger to eat it in separate components. No, if I'm gonna look, if I go to some place and order a burger, like for a restaurant thing, yeah, and you cut it in half, I'll pick it up and eat it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But the McDonald's one, well, one I never eat in the place. I'll take them home or something. So it's but it's not big enough to cut in half if that's. Well, I'm not. So I'm not going to cut it off. But I'm saying I can. Like the KFC ones or something. I've had burgers from there before, and I pick them up and eat. Of course you have. But not <laughs> for 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 some reason. <laughs> I'm just saying for some reason, not a Big Mac. Any time I've had a Whopper, I don't think I've ever picked that up and eaten it either. Not that I've had them often. They're like three times the size. But the fact, if you use cutlery to eat a burger... No, I'm, not eating, I'm not using cutlery. <laughs> I'm not mental. <laughs> not, well, not completely. Um, we need to warm up to get chatting. <clears throat> For what? you. Because you're busy? Oh. Well, what? you're not busy. You've got to sleep, but that leads to busy, right? Oh, yeah. And that's how no. that... Yeah. That's so there is the worry now that we're sitting here speaking in microphones. If some uh-huh. sort of weird black-skinned man walks in the room right now and then crushes our heads, that's going to be... Oh, that's yeah. not racism. No, it's a no, coal man. No, yeah. yeah. I, I all day yesterday I was so busy I meant to men- make a jingle for our <laughs> Twin Peaks talk. All right. Just a really simple one, but it was actually very labor intensive because I was going to figure out a few simple words to say, put them into audacity, yeah. reverse them, Ooh. figure out how to say them, and then re- record it and reverse it back. Okay. And I couldn't figure out what to say. <laughs> and when I did a trial run, mm-hmm. I thought of this. The words I chose uh, had too many S's in. All right. You know, like something simple, like, so what do you think of the new Twin Peaks, right? But when you inverse that, it becomes in unintelligible nonsense. So I think I'm going to actually have to figure out the words, right? Yeah. And actually do them one at a time and then cut them together. I don't know what to say. Mm. <laughs> I suppose that's the thing with the, the backward talk in uh-huh. Twin Peaks. They do keep it, well, word-wise, kind of simple. Mm-hmm. You know, except for German Bazia or whatever it's called. Bazia. That's pretty simple. He says it very slowly. It's almost like well, he's trying to spell it in his head. I think that's a key, though. You've got to see it. He didn't say very, very slowly. No, never mind. Not to pick up. Hmm. And also, hmm. most of the time, this is not an insult to uh, uh, Kyle McLaughlin, but he doesn't speak backwards. 
No. He speaks forwards and everyone else speaks backwards. Yeah. Actually, everyone speaks backwards. Didn't even Windermel speak backwards in the season two finale? I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, well, maybe there's something there that we're missing. Here's something we might be missing. Yeah. In the first episode, when um, uh, Bad Coop or Doppel Coop or my personal favourite. Kooplicket <laughs> was driving along listening to that crazy music. Yeah. All right. You know what that music is, right? It's just a normal everyday song, but David Lynch, half the speed. Right. Right. Does Coop listen to music like that? Or is one of them woodsmen in the car with him and you just didn't see him? I say this because obviously when he was talking to Ray, when Ray is near them, he's like, and he slows down. Yeah. And that woman slows down too. Saying that, electricity did, like electrics didn't slow down because he used the radio. Yeah. Talking about using the radio. So there's so many questions about that episode. Did he learn how to use a radio by crushing that man's skull? (laughs) Because he didn't let go of that skull until he'd finished his job. But he finished off that woman quite quick. No, well, I think it was... <clears throat> well, but what did he learn from the woman? <laughs> Skulls are easy to crush. <laughs> On the... Um, uh, uh, um, I don't know. I can't, I can't, what is the drunk podcast where they watch Twin Peaks? Two, 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 uh, two American women watch Twin Peaks drunk. No idea. Um, or talk about it. No, they watch it drunk. But it's not like an audio commentary, so they obviously are drinking, watch mm-hmm. it, and then talk about it while drunk. Let me just quickly get the name of it, if I can. Um, ugh, but I'm actually up to date. Yeah. I'm up to date and it's off for a week. What irony. <sighs> um, what is it called? Oh, no. There will be drinking, because they don't just do Twin Peaks, but they have been for uh, a while. Okay. Um, oh, I got... Loud all of a sudden. I've obviously been off mic again. No. Dirty boy. Um, anyway, <laughs> they uh, they were like, oh, oh, it looks like he's forcing her to give him a blowjob. No, 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 he's crushing her skull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was just, oh, well, yeah, I don't think he was learning anything. I think it was just torturing dude while he said he's got all peace. It seems unnecessary, that's all I'm saying. Well, Killing them seemed unnecessary. They could have just knocked them out. Maybe that's not. Maybe they look at us like we're ants. Well, they didn't kill the people in the car. They managed to drive off. Yeah, but they're not really fussed. I reckon if they could have got them, they would have killed them. They were, they, they they don't move at speed. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I really... the That whole episode is quite confusing to me. Really good, though. Yes. I haven't seen TV like it. No. And there's people out there who are like, <clears throat> yeah, but there weren't enough Twin Peaks. Well, there wasn't any Twin Peaks, no. as in the actual location. But it really was Lynch. Well, well there was <clears throat> Nine Inch Nails. True, I forget about Nine Inch Nails. Sorry, the Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Is that suggesting that it's not really Nine Inch Nails? Because <laughs> even in... <coughs> that joke is even in the credits. No. You see the lyrics to that song as well, though? Yeah, that pretty much tells you everything that's about to happen, yeah, yeah. kind of. It's and we listened to it because we reviewed that song. Yeah. 
because it was the one we did on Boxing Day that came out Boxing Day. So we reviewed <laughs> that song, and it is basically all about Laura Farmer yeah. and, and Twin Peaks. You're like, oh, mm. funny we knew. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good video as well. If you want to call it a video, I you know what I haven't seen before, which I quite like about Nadi Sales, the weird light in his microphone that shone into his mouth as he sang. I never noticed. Like there's obviously like a flashlight yeah. or something taped to the mic. Though no. hey, in because I haven't seen Trent Reznor live or seen footage of him live, I've never seen him live. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Saying, but like I haven't seen him perform live uh, in his fifties. He's got to be in his 50s, right? Yeah. His first album came out when, when I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, da- not Downward Spiral, the one before it. Pretty Hate Machine came out when I was 10. Um, He's got to be in his 50s. Anyway, yeah. he looks like Bono during the fly phase. Like acting baby Bono. Yeah. Which is... Uh, I don't know. They never seemed rock and roll. Whenever I saw, remember early footage of Nine Inch Nails, they were always covered in mud. You know what I mean? (laughs) On stage, covered in mud, screaming. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) I I just remembered uh, during that track and during the thing in Twin Peaks, just Mm -hmm. thinking, wow, that tambourine's really well miked. Mm -hmm. Because you could hear every jangle. Well, that's all she had to do. That's his wife. Yeah. But I just, I was <laughs> going back and watching it again. That's the only thing that just pops in my head. She's yeah. one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever seen. And she obviously went, one, I love Twin Peaks and I'm going to be on this fucking show whether you like it or not. Yeah. What What do you mean you don't have tambourines in, <laughs> in Nine Inch Nails? You do now. And we're going to distort the motherfucker because that's what you do. <sighs> but, um, so what did you take from that episode? Is it like a... Is it a birth of evil concept? No, I th- no, I don't think it's a birth of evil. I think it's 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 a birth in a way of, or maybe Bob breaking through from. Bob already existed somewhere. Yes, but this gave him well, substance because this is because it's the first test of the nuclear bomb by sort of man. Yeah, this is the first time in recorded history or something we've had the technology and ability to wipe ourselves out. So it's the, probably the most evil mm-hmm. men can do yeah, yeah. manifested into Bob. Mm-hmm. And then the giant five question mark man. Um, and what's the name? Mother. Senorita Dido? Oh. No, Mother is the eyeless no. thing with okay. the horns. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, well, actually, I believe yeah. officially it's called the experiment. <gasps> Did you notice this as well? Mm-hmm. She... Because she's played by a woman, <coughs> and she is called Mother by one by one oh. person. The playing card with the black face on it with the mm-hmm. little horns—it's yeah. a drawing of her from the first mm-hmm. episode. Have you ever seen something like this? And then he blows that woman's head off mm. on the Ace of Spades. Mm. Aren't they upset they couldn't get Lenny? Also, that is kind of like I represent a, a coop when he's floating about in the box. Anything. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's kind Weapon of... Weapon of choice. It's also kind of the weird monster thing that pukes up as he's faced, because then its arms, bend, or its arms are well, bending the back. Thing. The thing in the ca- the the box that killed yeah. the couple yeah. and the mother have to be the same thing. Aye. But it's also kind of 
looks insect like, like it's an ant's head or something. And then there's that insect crawling crawls about that's mm, Well, I don't know, I saw I saw the head as being straight out of a racer head. It looks just like the baby in a racer head. No, because we were going to watch it last week. Yeah. And theoretically, obviously, if we had time, it would make sense to watch it this week. But that's not going to happen now. Yeah. Do you have your hard drive on you? Yes. I have... <coughs> as I just... Uh, I have a copy that I can transfer to you now. Cool. Because I found a thing that splits big files up. Nice. <clears throat> I'll, I'll do this off mic very badly. But I've also got a copy of Logan Noir. If you want it, okay, I just bought black and white I just, version. I just bought. Well, well I, I bought it. I bought it on my Xbox, and it comes with. I bought it on iTunes, and it came with Logan Noir. But unfortunately, it's an extra feature that streams, yeah. and so it was going to stream six gigs onto my phone and take all my data. Yeah. And I can't I have that. Watched Logan again the other day. Mm-hmm. Now, in the cinema, obviously, I had a little walking, little crying at myself, while watching it because it was kind of sad. Yeah. See, watching it at home alone, uh-huh. when nobody else around, yeah, it was fucking full blown sobs. <laughs> I could, if anybody had walked into that room at that time, I'd have had to kill myself because <laughs> it was. I was just like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" So without the restriction of knowing other people there watching me, mm-hmm. I was just fucking gone. And I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to be watching this often," because uh, yeah, it was just oh fuck, I don't know what was happening to me. I was just having some sort of complete breakdown. It's a very good film, though. And what fuck yeah, aye. But, um, if you want to launch it in with all superhero films, <clears throat> oh. as good or better than Dark Knight, I mean, I think those two are really like top tier, right? Yeah, but I see, I I do like Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mainly just because of Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, if you take that away, then there's not a bloody film. But Overall, again, it's I don't know. I, I I always get you'll hate me for saying I prefer Rises, which I know nobody does. Well, yeah, I, I think I, it's, I, it's, I hate you for it because <clears throat> it's a terrible film and it just shows what terrible taste you have. In better me. than Batman Begins, though. I'm not even sure if that's true. Because yeah. a lot of that film is fuck all happening. <laughs> It's the mm. thing that I hated most about that film is that it was three hours long. Mm. Oh, I I I like it best, but that's just me. Yeah, because you have as I you have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people think I'm being harsh, please go back and look at the curation you've chosen of albums we've reviewed on this very show. <laughs> it's not to do with film; it's music. Oh, it's <clears throat> it's all the same. I have better taste in films than I do in music. Well, that says something about uh, when you like Dark Knight Rises. But I like Dark Knight as well. Yeah, no, but I was saying that Dark Knight is probably one of the best superhero movies, right? You're saying that Dark Knight Rises is better than that. That, to me, well, is insane. I will flat out say that Logan's better than Dark Knight. Okay. I need to watch it again. But, I mean, I've watched it again, but I sort of skipped around to the yeah. the, the violent bits and the, the sad bits and the... That Daphne Keane, she's kind of fantastic in it. She's X twenty three. Oh, okay. I didn't know what her name was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a name to remember. I I stored it away well, yeah. like Kirsten Dunst during Interview for Vampire. Qu- a good three quarters, maybe well, maybe more than three quarters of the film. 
She says nothing. Yep. And it's just a lot of very angry looks. Very angry and looks. It's, and it's fucking great. That scene after they after she rolls out the head and she dives back in uh. the house, um, and they burst in. There's a scene of her like sort of kneeling with her back against a wall, and it's super close on her and the people mm. behind her, and she just it's maybe half a second long. She's there. She looks to her left as if to go motherfuckers, and then disappears <laughs> off like stage left yeah. and it's the coolest thing I've ever seen and it is from a child yeah. at the end of the day <laughs> I think someone said she was 11 when she made this film right. I mean that's insane yeah. <laughs> oh. saying that right. the, the heavy handed <clears throat> Shane ending is really quite unnecessary but other than that yeah. Where she's, she's only ever seen one film and she can quote it verbatim. <laughs> it's very well done. It's good memory. Is that one of her is that one of her powers? Yeah. She got a metal brain as mm. well. <laughs> oh. I'll oh, go back to Twin Peaks before we get onto this. Very yes. quick. Really quick. Like the next one will have no chat. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite part about that episode, excluding the imagery and the sort of trying to figure out what it is, right? Mm-hmm. My favourite thing was Ray. In the car, after he shoots, yeah, Kuplicate, yeah, and the woodsman come, and he sort of sees what's going on, but then also you see a shot where Coop's gone and they're sort of digging in the dirt, yeah, and right, and he sort of goes and makes a weird noise and backs off and gets in the car. He then phones someone called Philip. We've been assuming that's Philip Jeffries. What if it's Philip Gerard? Mike, Mike's alter ego is Philip Gerard, the shoe salesman. And in the credits, he's always been called Philip Gerard and not Mike. I don't know. But he goes, I I think, um, what does he say? He's just so confused the way he says it. He's like, he had help and it was weird. And I think everything, (laughs) I think, I think, no, I think he's dead, but he had help. And I think it's all fine. But I'm not really sure, but I saw something and it might be to do with the thing. It might be the meaning to it all. Mm. And he just, and the, 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 just, he, that actor, I, I thought that actor was kind of lame initially, but yeah. that scene there, he is a fucking genius. <laughs> oh. Oh, and, week. and if you, if you <clears throat> don't get around to seeing the house, the new, uh, Jason Manzoukas movie All right. that I watched last night. You have to buy a ticket from Cineworld anyway and just not go. Because he needs to make more movies, that man. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing in that one? He is the third lead. Will oh. Farrell, Amy Poehler, Jason Manzoukas. Is it they're looking after someone? No. No, you're insane. What was I? Her, her, their daughter's going to university. She was going to get a scholarship. She then isn't getting a scholarship. Oh, they have to, they have to like... raise $250,000 yeah. to pay for her tuition over five years. Okay. And so their friend who has a gambling addiction, their, his wife has left them and taken all the stuff, converts his house into an illegal casino oh, okay. where they you know, run games and try to make as much money as possible in one month. Hijinks ensue. Yeah. It's really, I mean, if you look at the reviews on IMDb, you would think I was insane to say it's really good. I mean, mm-hmm. this is from the 
you know what you're getting, right? It's going to be a Todd Phillips-style, old-school kind of movie. So you're going to laugh. You're going to leave. You're not going to remember anything that happened. And, obviously, there's that distinct possibility that when you watch it again, you're not going to find it funny anymore. Yeah. But it was so good to see Jason Radzoukas in every scene of a fucking film. (laughs) So occasionally you do look at him and go, he doesn't look well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not well. You know what I mean? Well, because he's got all those allergies Uh, in real life and they they obviously have affected him somewhat. All right, okay. Because he's allergic to eggs and all sorts of crap. (laughs) Oh, if uh, you want the full story of that, I know you don't generally listen, but it's not behind a paywall yet. He did a two-hour interview with uh, Mark Maron on What the Fuck All right, okay. last week. Oh. Also very enjoyable. All right, I'll keep on going. Cool. Anyway, what are we doing this week? Kamikaze? Kamikaze Girls. Seafoam. Kamikaze. Or was when I was searching online to try and get any information about this at all, Wikipedia kept, well, not just Wikipedia, but also Google kept going, did you mean Kamikaze Girls Seafood? No. Because you search for that and it still goes, the fuck are you searching? There's nothing here with that. <laughs> so why would you suggest it if there's nothing there? Because, yeah, I went, well, I'll click it and see what happens. No, nothing. So what you're saying is there's nothing about this album? Uh, very I mean, I've managed to get a few things. The problem is mm-hmm. there is a movie called Kamikaze Girls. Um, a Japanese... Colon, seafoam. Um, no, but it's, um, I can give you the brief summary of what that movie's about. Oh, please. Um... It, oh, it scored 56 on Metacritic. That's not bad. Because um, oh, cause that's pretty much all the reviews I could find. I've got a couple on it. Um, welcome to the weird and wonderful world of Kamikaze Girls, where two girls from utterly different fashion universes, one a Lolita, the other a Yankee. Weird. Yeah. Cross paths and are far more in common than, than first thought. Kamikaze Girls is the latest pop culture phenomenon to take Japan by storm. It began with a best-selling novel by cult writer Navala Takemoto, mm-hmm. whose empathy with social outsiders and decadent fashion sense has helped cultivate a devoted following among young women. I don't really understand what any of that meant. No. And I, I thought to myself, oh shit, what's this going to be about? Because you think Kamikaze Girls and it's can two people come together. And I'm like, at what point during the synopsis do they then fight someone and kill them and have to defend other people together to save Japan from something? Never. Mm. I really, I mean, as soon as they say it's can, can Japanese film and two, can pretty much, well, two schoolgirls, isn't it? Or, well, yeah, but one's whatever. a Yankee. Yeah, but you think, well, another one's a Lolita, so she's going to be can some sort of weird schoolgirl jumping about with a samurai sword killing people. It sounds weird. Maybe it'd be Yolandi Vissa. Oh God, I would never watch that. <laughs> Why? We love Chappie. I'd be oh sc- no, I'd be scared. we're recording and I've got no voice all of a sudden. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, anyway, well that was that. Sorry everyone. Um, but other than that, this new this album we're doing, Seafoam. Kamikaze Girls. Uh, 34 minutes long. That's why I chose it. Uh, it's Lies. their debut album. Yes. Um, they're from the punk slash DIY scene. Mm-hmm. Apparently, DIY is a thing. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Only for 30 years, mate. Don't worry too much. I've never heard it called. I've never called that before. Do it yourself. Literally people recording on four tracks in their basements. Oh, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. I thought it was just a... Well, okay, fine. 
Um, you know what Riot Girl was? That was all DIY. Oh, well, that's the metal I mentioned somewhere because there was something about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it released 9th of June 2017. The uh, Well, actually, the Leeds slash London Riot Girl duo consisting of vocalist, guitarist <laughs> Lucinda Livingston. Yep, good name. And drummer Connor Dawson. That's not a very womanly name for That's a Riot Girl band. He's not very womanly at all, with his beard and uh, face and huh? penis. Um, it, it doesn't show that on the cover. No, I'm no. just assuming. He's not so. Adam Clayton. No. Um, that was a very good reference. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was for the people at home. Yeah. <laughs> As was that part. I got, I got both of them. Um <laughs> Uh, using their sound to challenge attitudes and taboos surrounding mental health issues. Uh huh. So there you go. Well, you'll be into this with your badges. Ah, they're not into it. I emailed them. They think it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so review roundup. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the fillies. Um, Upset magazine, three stars. Uh huh. Broken Arrow magazine. Uh huh. Eight out of ten. Skateboard, no, magazine. I, I have no idea. Four stars. Okay. Um, other reviews I found that were all favourable but gave no ratings because there are a lot of people that oh we don't give stars to things that would be can uh. so we just say <laughs> we just say what we think, which is fine. But I don't want to read your can pages long shit about this album. So what? Like Vice is what you're talking about? No, it was oh, no, it was a lot of things that I a lot of sites that I'd never heard of before in my life. Yeah, but Nothing that would ever appear on a Metacritic or anything. But Vice back in the day, no one knew what that was. Oh. Uh, oh <laughs> by the way, I was I quickly looked at the uh, top one hundred to see if this was anywhere. Uh-huh. Um no. But uh, just from our other podcast things, um obviously a Radiohead OK computers back at number one. Nope. <coughs> I don't know why I turned away from the mic there when you sneezed. I did. Um, hooray for OK Computer. Uh, yeah, I just thought I'd mention it because it's okay, back on top. Well, you can listen to our podcast that came out um, Saturday past. Yep. <clears throat> the fourth in the series. Oh. Um, for this band as well, just a bit of bad news for us. Oh, no. Yeah, you're good. I'm going to sneeze somewhere. Keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've un- oh sh- what the f- oh they broke up because of us. Uh, no, we uh we, they were on tour mm-hmm. and we missed their tour dates. Oh, because they were in Dundee and Edinburgh. Um, their last date of their tour was um last Thursday in Cardiff, so we missed their entire tour. They're just playing festivals now, but again. Well, you know, you say it like uh, we would have gone to see them if they hadn't played no, Aberdeen. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Seems mean. I would totally uh, check could, them out. Could have turned up to just go, yeah, you're okay, you're fine. They seem like quite a good live band, really. Yeah. Possibly. <sighs> What's that? First uh, first offence. I don't know what that is. When you feel a cold coming on, you spray it up your nose. Oh, I could never spray stuff up my nose. Um, good enough opener, sort of. Can, can uh, you, which is, I thought it started like an Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> musical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way it starts. You just go, you know, it's like like Jesus Christ Superstar or something. Mm. <laughs> and well, then, to be fair to them, I mean, if they're if they're choosing to open their album like that, mm-hmm. he has made a hell of a lot of money out of doing that. So, so maybe they're onto something. Him and Tim Rice wank each other off on a very golden hill <laughs> <laughs> with golden hundred dollar bills, hundred dollar, hundred pound, but not bills, notes. 
I don't know why I went all America there. Fuck it. With, with golden marigolds. <laughs> oh, there you go. Gold, gold plated things so they can wash their silver dishes. Yeah. Plus, gold's <sighs> always, you know, a healing property because it's expensive. It's not true. It's just no. what <laughs> twats say. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> By twats, I mean people who are trying to steal from you. You know, like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow when she's like, take this golden egg and put it into your vagina. <laughs> when did she do that? She's got a website for about it. You know that Goop website? At one point on Goop, she was selling stickers. Stickers that you could buy basically on the front cover of a Dora the Explorer cartoon, uh, comic book. And she was selling them for $125 because sticking them on your body uh, get, heal, get, sends you healing vibes. She might be a good Pepper Potts, but she sounds like a twat. Yeah. Or see her in the street. I'm going to have to, well, just ignore her. I mean, I thought Chris Martin was uh, <laughs> insane, but I understand why he left. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, he's I, too boring to deal with that kind of problem. Yeah, she sounds like a dick. Yeah. Oh, can stickers and good. Oh, what the fuck? Didn't she sell at one point like a $500 dildo that was like. Like made out of like emerald or something. Yeah, she was totally into. At one point, she was totally into anal. Okay, you're making me like her again. You're still into that because I'll happily stick stickers anywhere. I think it involves like a like a like a like a yeah, get a two hundred dollar silver egg or something that you pop up there. Yeah, sure. That seems weird. I don't know. She's yeah, she's not right. Well. Oh, to help her. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, it was all right. Considering this is... This opener's about her getting mugged. Mm-hmm. If you kind of ignore that, it still seems quite happy. <laughs> well, you know... She's coping with it well, I think. It's very angry. It doesn't really feel very happy to no, me. but a happy angry. It's, like, it's not a downer. It so, is for her. Like, uh, at least she's got over it, I think. She's worked it out through song. Well, I don't think so. We've got 12 songs to go and she definitely hasn't sorted well, out. But she's out. moved on from the mugging part. It's everything else about her that's fine. Well, we've all <laughs> moved on from the mugging part. It was very quick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, I wonder where well, she was mugged. It's like I, a two I, and a bit minute song. I know, but I want to know where she was mugged. Because it says at gunpoint in the lyrics. Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> no. Um, no. Same track, Berlin. Uh-huh. Is the only track that's got a music video, mm-hmm. which I couldn't be bothered watching. Okay, well, um, so what's your review of it? Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be bothered. Too, because the song itself... Too long, didn't watch. No, well, it wasn't even... Uh, too, yeah, it ends like a three-odd minute song. But <laughs> this, one, this one seemed the least worthy of a video, and it just... Obviously, can, a lot of their stuff's very shouty mm-hmm. and angsty sort of thing. This one just seemed juvenile to me, for some reason. Just... It kind of, it kind of stood out as a bit less mature than some of the other stuff they're doing. No, again, shouting into microphones, mature, but I don't know. This one seemed childish. Well, harsh review there. Yeah, it's only two tracks in. Um, I thought it was very. I just described it as uh, bizarre. I don't even know if you can describe a song this way, but it felt really close. And then because it was close, I tried to explain what that meant, and then I said humid. And I went, well, that's not right. <laughs> but like, 
you know, it feels very claustrophobic. Mm. <laughs> oh, for, uh, listeners, if only you could see what I saw just there. <laughs> the weird, I don't know, stifled the verp and it made me do a face. It was like, <laughs> I couldn't even see myself, but I knew it was ridiculous. It was like, you, you did, it was like, I imagine if, 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 I don't know, I, I don't even know what I was trying to think there. If you're, mm. if you're, uh, beautiful golden leader was somehow beneath you maybe in a golden floor and you saw him and you have to sort of salute but you have to salute down the way that's what it was it's kind of like... <laughs> uh. <laughs> supreme leader under the glass floor point at the floor strange head adjustment yeah. that didn't mean anything but neither did the look so we're all good we're all good yeah yeah um by the time you get to the third track, they're starting to steal all their uh, production for, uh, values from uh, the late seventies and early eighties, like Martin Hannett tracks. You know, like uh, you know Martin Hannett. Mm. He was played by Andy Circus in Twenty Four Hour Party People. I didn't see that. He produced like New Order and yeah. uh, Joy Division. And all right. Lots of that factor. Yeah. Actually, he might have been dead by the time New Order were around. No, I don't think he was. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. But it reminds me of like, you know, the Joy Division and uh, The Cure. And because I'm sexist, uh, Pauline Murray <laughs> and the Invisible Girls. It's, yeah. su- it's such a good band. But um, I don't think you like them, so I'm not sure I would. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's crossover appeal somewhere. I mean, I'm the person who likes music. You're the yeah, one who no, just but... deals with it. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I didn't write anything about track three. Because I was actually thinking, I was going to pat myself on the back and go, hey, I've written something about every track on this album. Because like, normally I skip a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, apparently track three and track nine I've had complete blind spots for because I was like, oh, I haven't written something for everything. Oh, well, I'm shit. There you go. I are shit. Oh. Um, track four, good for nothing. Uh-huh. Um, I actually like this a bit better because it was a bit, it was slower, sort of paced, but more grungy. Sort you of. liked it because it sounded like the cranberries, and we all know, we all know. Well, That's why we look at you that way. <laughs> What's wrong with the cranberries? Though? Cranberries are awful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. you're going to get a stern Dolores letter. Umbridge, or whatever her name was, <laughs> the lead singer, can go fuck herself. You're going to get a severely worded letter from our fan club. <laughs> Why I, are you in the cranberries? <laughs> I founded the fan club. Oh, okay. There was only me. You, you embroidered all the patches. <laughs> oh. It's a white patch with a blue border and one red cranberry in the middle. <laughs> yeah. kind of looks a bit more like a tomato because I used the wrong colour for red. If you're not paying attention, it looks like an RAF bullseye. Why would you put that on your planes? It's just asking for trouble. Yeah. Isn't it good when people into it? So you think, because your enemies going to be looking up and going, pricks, look what they're doing. And they're going yeah. to be angry, so they're going to be off their game. Yeah. So they're going to miss. Yeah, they're going to hit your wings, but not the body of the plane. Exactly. And that, that, therefore you win, because yeah, you're not you, dead. You don't need the wings. You don't da- die until you crash into the ground <laughs> at high speed. No. no, you parachute in, then you shoot them in their sleep. You parachute into the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. No. <laughs> How would that be? Instead of landing your plane, you were gonna, you're coming in, you it jets in, it crashes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then you 
like you parachute into the next plane and take off. <laughs> what if you uh, you 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 eject out of the plane that crashes and then slowly because you can't steer you land back at the cockpit of your burning plane? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could do that in Bond film, so he could like can pick up a plane, crash it into like some sort of can radar tower thing, mm-hmm. but he's he's ejected and then he just parachutes into the next plane and takes off and they can't track him. There you go. I would. I'd like to say that. Well, I. D- I want him to say, "Can he parachute into a plane that's already flying?" Well, no, because canopies up would be shut. Yeah, but Not a biplane. But he could open it. You know, if Tom Cruise can do it, why can't he? Oh, that's been done then. <laughs> Not with a parachute as well. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Not by a British man. Yeah, what what if it was just like Del Boy on a hang glider? <laughs> <laughs> Trigger makes a face. <laughs> oh. um, we could even intercut it with that episode where he goes hang glide and ends up in a wheelchair. I haven't seen that. That's a Later classic. seasons, I, I went off. He went off after Granddad died. He was only in two seasons. He was in like 12 episodes out of 100. That's all you need. <clears throat> Back when Rodney was still on the smack occasionally. He wasn't on smack. <laughs> he, was, he was on very awful marijuana. Yeah, but if it had been nowadays, it would have been smack. Because it, it's obviously resin. There was no grass back in the 70s. Oh, well. There weren't any grass in the 90s. Well, not in Aberdeen. Hmm. Not that I would know. I just, you know, a friend told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, track five, right? KG, go to the pub. Yeah? Do you not know what KG stands for? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Kilograms. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I keep doing that. Keep doing. Um, a few of the others, I can look at a few reviews and stuff just to see what people were making of it. Uh-huh. Everybody raves about this track. Uh-huh. And it is fucking... I, I didn't like it at all. It's, you're just not into hardcore... <sighs> It's, I don't know, I'm just, I think I'm just getting fed up by this point, because it's all kind of just more shouting than the last. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's perfect pussy-esque screaming. Oh, it's not my cup of tea. I, wh- when uh, I was writing my notes <laughs> for this, I realised there are two bands at the minute that have the word pussy in their uh, name, which is weird. Because there's perfect pussy and there's mannequin pussy. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. I remember telling Ryan how much I liked that album, sent him a little link to it. Um, and in the world's most inappropriate time to receive a text, <coughs> he received it at someone's christening. I <laughs> 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 oh, no, it had been a DM. I don't have his phone number. No, <laughs> no neither do I. Um, next couple of tracks. I'm kind of out by this point. Um, Here's the thing, weaker than. Can you have an a quiet? Uh, can you have an anthemic tale of failed suicide? <laughs> I mean, at that point in the album as well, so it just any energy they sort of built up with the whole shouting, but mm-hmm. was kind of lost. It was kind of dissipated by this one. Mm. It, I don't know. Well, by the time unhealthy love comes along and they sound like the Smiths, I mm. find like you know, but um. You know, the last track has a lovely sentiment behind it. It's kind of nice. 
Last of what I the want to be sad forever. Yeah. It kind of annoyed me though. The whole lyrics of it. Oh, we don't want this. We want this instead. Yeah. Oh, imagine that, that, uh, imagine yeah. lyrics instead about how you don't like people talking to you in Tesco. <laughs> I'm about writing a song about it. That would kind of be <laughs> excessive having to go and perform a song to a till person to tell them not to talk to me. I see you just don't do the same kind of shopping I do. Well, no, because <coughs> you take in trolleys because you eat all the time. Well, I, I, I go into the ten items or less, which doesn't exist anymore, so you self-serve. I still talk to the uh, post office lady every day when I'm posting eBay stuff, mm. and I have no issue at all. It's just general politeness. Well, the I'm fa- the, the, you have a pr- The reason you grew your hair is so you didn't have to talk to a barber. I mean, talk about a weird thing to be scared of. <laughs> just like, it just, I don't know, it just, you know, <laughs> occasionally, just very occasionally, but enough to make it an issue, uh-huh. the thought of speaking to other humans makes me feel physically sick. Yeah, but have you ever been physically sick? No, but I never, <clears throat> I've never, no, it never gets that. See, it's just, it's, uh, it's going back to like, at school, it'd be their weird like well, well, not even school. Like that weird flip out thing I had at Ryan's wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of along the same lines of that where I get these weird deja vu things, and uh-huh. it makes me feel sick. I've never actually been sick with it, but this weird shit happens occasionally, and it's kind of along those lines that happens when the thought of kind of like, like the window cleaner came around the other day, mm-hmm. and I had to like close the curtains in the living room to pretend to be upstairs sleeping, even though it was kind. Oh, it was the last week, but my day off, and I just did not want to speak to him. I had to hide in my living room. Yeah, that's anxiety. You're well, getting anxiety, you should probably go to the doctor. Well, I could just wear badges. Oh, you could not, badges. and don't be a cunt, because I suffer anxiety, I'm and not. I don't have to, <coughs> <laughs> have to wear badges for it. What's the doctor going to do? Um, Give you something to calm your nerves. I don't take stuff. Well, you better learn, won't you? Because otherwise you're going to drop dead at 45. Oh, I'll never see you're going to get some quality high blood pressure meds soon. When's the last Star uh, Star Wars film coming out? Well, they're going to go forever, aren't they? They're never no, going to stop. No, but just this, this trilogy. It's the only one I care about. Oh, right. we got three years. Oh, that's fine. Then dropping to the 45 is fine. I'll see that. Okay. Oh, well, then. Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a lot uh, less upbeat than you. I'll be quite happy if I last 11 weeks. Indeed. What's that in 11 weeks? I finished watching Twin Peaks. Oh. Of course, yeah. Uh, so, well, as, long as, well, as long as I see... Well, when's Infinity War Part 2? 2019. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I have to start... Stop paying attention to them so I don't worry about having to live longer. There you go. <laughs> well, this will be the reboot, right? This will be the... I don't mean to cross boundaries or anything, but this will be like the new 52. This will be yeah. the... Well, this will be like Infinity Wars back in the 80s when they yeah. rebooted everything. That's fine. Because they're all going out of it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Anyway, um... Saying that, by the time it comes out, they'll they'll have been going twelve years. I mean, what do people want? That's fine. What, yeah. I mean, there's not a bad one of the Nine Man too, which is piss, but it's still watchable. Yeah, it's not. I mean, 
they haven't made anything absolute dog shit. No. No. It's all been passable. Yeah, Thor was all right. Thor two was better. Well, I think I, mean, that's, I think the whole thing. I mean, this next one I think is going to can piss mm-hmm. all over them both. I think I hope. But yeah, because Thor was kind of they had to be a bit more safe with that one because they weren't sure how. I mean, it's right at the beginning. People don't know Thor as well as other stuff, like general public, sort of thing. Oh, yeah. So you had to be a bit more. Uh, yeah, sort of careful with that one, which is I think why it maybe suffers a little bit for that. I don't know. I don't know if it's because they're careful as much as because they hired Kenneth Branagh. Well, that was an odd choice. Because I did go in expecting, oh, well, Kenneth Branagh's done this. This is because they're going to make it mm. kind of kind of yeah, yeah. thing. And that didn't really show up at all. And he's Kenneth Branagh's a good director. It's just a weird not, choice for that. Yeah, he's not really known for action. And Saying that, didn't he make that Cinderella movie? It's going to make a billion dollars. The live action one. Did he? I'm sure he did. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts? Um, it's honest <coughs> and heartbreaking in places. Um, you know, and I feel like it's a triumph for her. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. be able to express all this. Three out of five. <laughs> the reviews that say three out of five. Yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. As I always say with a three out of five, this will become someone's favourite album. It's just not mine. Yeah, definitely not mine. But I couldn't score it less than that, so mm-hmm. couldn't say it was because it's not. It's not a bad album. It's just yeah, yeah. So I'd probably have to agree with you. Three out of five. Mm-hmm. There you go. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, your belly did a Ric Flair with me. <laughs> Oh, hopefully. Why is he not dead yet? Is uh, he under Deadpool? No, I can't even remember who's my Deadpool. I can't give up on it. I never win, so. Yes, because you only put like newborn babies on it. You're a monster. <laughs> give more points for them. So. Blue Rose Ivy or whatever her name is. <laughs> what? I know who that is. Beyonce's kid. Oh, is that what? It, is that what they've called? It? I thought it was twins or something. Well, no, the one before that, you twat. Oh, fuck. This is now their second and third ah, kid. Oh, Jesus. You find out what's causing it yet. Ugh. Unexpected semen in the womb. <laughs> no. The worst kind. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I'll get the coat hanger. <laughs> oh, um, so next next time, Deb, did you pick that one? What? Who picked this one? Did You, you pick, did. Did I pick Seafoam? No, oh. I picked that. Okay. You picked this. Next one. <coughs> um, Beth Ditto. Fake sugar. I think we. you just had a stroke. It's like, do you think we're doing that again? We're not reviewing this again. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to remember who picked this one. Because if it was... If you it was, picked this one. Yeah, but if you had picked the next one, which you hadn't, I was going to just wait for you to tell us what it was. No, okay. Well, it's cool. There's no need to start a bizarre argument over it. You picked it. <laughs> Oh, you are starting an argument. You are starting an argument. I'm going to use this microphone stand to, to beat you to death. Right. People out there listening, who, oh, who's kidding? I don't know if you said it, Yon. Uh, never mind. I'm just getting picked on as usual. Bye. The great, greatest thing is you could just listen back and see what happens. That's my favourite thing. Bye. Bye. It's not me. <laughs>